0: Welcome to Ominous Ones. I'm Tara. And I'm not Tara. This episode is about Phoebe Handschuk, and it's an ominous death, I guess is what I'm going to call it. It's a strange one. Phoebe was born May 9th, 1986, in Melbourne, Australia. She had two younger brothers, Nikolai and Tom. Her dad worked as a psychiatrist. She was known to be rebellious and spontaneous, which escalated when she started trying different drugs and drinking when she was around 15. Around this time, she allegedly left home and ran away for eight weeks with an ex-convict. She came back home after the eight weeks, and then she was put on antidepressants. Same. Is this a story of me? It is. I just changed your name. Okay. You're Phoebe now. After that, she started dating a teacher from the area who was twice her age, which, no judgment, but she does have a type. So, she was 15 so he was 30? She was, I don't know when they started dating. It was after she ran away and then came back. She was on antidepressants and then at some point after that, dated a teacher.
1: So, I'm like, he was between 30 and 32
0: ish he was in his 30s I don't know how much longer it was after she came back that it started when she was 23 she was working as a receptionist in a hair salon when I think it's Anthony Hample came in as a client Anthony who goes by Ant was 39 and was an events promoter who worked with a bunch of celebrities and his dad and stepmom both have legal jobs his dad is Supreme Court Judge George Hample, and his stepmom
1: is County Court Judge Felicity Hample. You know, when I hear about, like, different countries or whatever having celebrities, I just assume that they are only celebrities here, and that other countries don't have celebrities in them, other than our celebrities here. I don't know why. I we never think- hear about them. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm like why would they have him be working way over there but probably for their own celebrities over there i think it's just because we don't hear about them and then the
0: australian ones we do know we associate with here still this is not what what's her name is from where she's from who her name completely left me the girl in practical magic i think she's australian but i just assume she's from here because they're all from here so same So after seeing the two liking each other, Phoebe's boss figured she would just hook up with Ant and be done, but they stayed together and she moved into his Melbourne apartment in October of 2009. In the 14 months that followed, Phoebe started drinking a lot more and told her psychiatrist that Ant could be verbally abusive towards her. According to her boss at the salon, over the next six weeks, she broke up with him four times but would end up just going back to him. On December second, twenty 2010, 24-year-old Phoebe was seen on CCTV coming out of the apartment with her dog at 1144 a.m. after a fire alarm drill. She walked the dog around until it was over, and then she went back inside, going up to the apartment that was on the 12th floor. The next plans she had were to meet up with Aunt and her dad that night
1: for dinner. So, they have... Like, in school, they have fire alarm drills in their apartments there? Yeah,
0: just to make sure that it works and everyone knows what to do.
1: That's wild.
0: Why? They
1: never did that in my apartment.
0: They've never done it in mine, but it seems like it should absolutely be a thing.
1: I agree. I think that that's a great precaution, but I've never experienced that personally in an apartment. I've never even heard of that. I'm like, I just figured it was... A situation like, well, figure your life out. If the <laughs> alarm goes off, maybe it's because
0: we haven't ever lived in high-rise apartments. Like she was like on that's the twelfth floor. That's true. We've always lived in like two or three-story apartments, not like twelve floors. Anything
1: that had a elevator.
0: Yeah, maybe that's why. No one is sure what happened after the fire drill until six p.m. when Aunt said he got home. He found Phoebe's wallet, keys, and purse on a counter, but she wasn't in the apartment. He found blood on the computer and keyboard and pieces of a broken glass laying on the ground. Also in the apartment were two wine glasses that had obviously been used. I think he assumed the blood had something to do with the broken glass, but he he wasn't sure. He didn't look for her or question where she might have been. But instead, he ordered dinner from the same restaurant he was supposed to go to with Phoebe and her dad, and it would have been around the time they were supposed to be going to dinner. So he gets home, and she's not there, and doesn't he's question like, it. fuck it, I'll just order my food alone. From the same restaurant they were supposed to be going to. Like, didn't call her dad or her to be like, hey, what's Are the plan? Are we still meeting? Yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm just going to get food from there. When the delivery person bringing his food got there, he asked what was going on because there were cops everywhere, but Ant said that he had no idea. Downstairs, 12 stories below, on the ground floor, Phoebe had been found dead at the bottom of the trash chute. The conclusion was that she had fallen feet first down all 12 stories and had lived through that, but a blade on the trash compactor at the bottom had almost severed her foot off. Is only attached with a tendon. And that's what killed her? She had blood to death trying to get out of the room. They had found a bloody handprint on the door like she was trying to open it but couldn't. The coroner ruled it a, quote, freak accident, unquote. The cops think it was a suicide or sleepwalking incident, but unlike armchair detectives and her family and friends, think that it was a murder.
1: And Connor thinks her boyfriend pushed her down.
0: Allegedly. Her mom thinks someone, quote, put her in there, unquote. The cops said that they think she went into the chute voluntarily or sleepwalking sometime between 12.03 and 7 p.m. So that's a huge window of time. They theorized she had broken the glass, cut her hand, leaving the blood on the computer, went to throw the glass away in the chute, and I guess followed it down. It's like I'm throwing this away. I guess I'm going to go with it. She's like, me
1: and this glass are both trash.
0: The trash chute is 14 half inches by 8.6 inches. It's a really small space. I was going to
1: say, she's pretty tiny then, huh?
0: Yeah, she was small. But it's a pretty tiny space to climb into on your own, especially if you're going to go feet first. She was a smaller person, so technically she would fit, but it would have been really difficult. She also managed to not get dirty in the fall. The coroner said she must have gone down all 12 stories with her hands by her sides, not trying to stop or slow down, since the whole chute was dirty, like it is the trash chute, and she was clean.
1: You know what that makes me think? That she was dead when she went down? That she was
0: unconscious or dead, yeah, already. Oh, I guess she couldn't have been dead because they found the bloody handprint. So she was alive when she got up at the bottom. Could have been unconscious, yeah. Her talk screen showed she had sleeping pills in her system called Stilnox, and her blood alcohol level was 0.16, which is three times the legal limit there. So she was really intoxicated to be doing this. And think if their sleepwalking thing is accurate, she was sleepwalking that drunk and still pulled that off, they think.
1: And still managed to not get dirty?
0: Yeah, and get herself in there. Her autopsy showed bruises on her arms, but said that it wasn't from the fall. It's from something that had previously happened. The cops thought this wasn't foul play, so they didn't take her electronics or take CCTV footage. But her electronics were eventually taken, and every email was erased off of her computer, and her phone was missing. That seems... There's something else with her phone, like aunt said like she had taken it somewhere to get fixed or something and said that she didn't have it during this incident and that was why he never tried to call her or something i don't know if the story got weird there the cops also didn't take the two wine glasses from the apartment that had been used that day or do anything with shoe prints that they found leaving the apartment five days after her death on december 7th in 2010 the cops ruled this a voluntary death Phoebe's mom recorded a conversation with Aunt in which he said the monster or the, quote, monster in her life was alcohol and that, quote, the hardest thing is that she didn't want to die. She really didn't,
1: unquote. Well, he would know because I think he put her down there. Allegedly. So, yeah, he was like, well, she was super
0: drunk and that's why this happened and that was the monster in her life.
1: I think he's a monster.
0: Allegedly. Phoebe's grandfather, Lauren Campbell, is a retired detective and he went to the scene as soon as he heard what had happened to her. It would have been around 10 p.m. the night that she was found. He said, quote, right from the start, I believe she had been murdered, unquote. After seeing what the cops weren't doing...
1: Oh, and his parents were, or his family is in the legal department. That's why everything's allegedly, he's gone after podcasts for doing this. Ah,
0: oh, so this is allegedly, and we're not sure what happened. Her grandfather, after seeing what the cops weren't doing, recreated the shoot and had some of Phoebe's friends of her similar size attempt to get into it, and while they could do it, it was really hard for them, and they were all sober. So they were like, we can barely do this, sober. Imagine if she was drunk or sleepwalking and drunk. You can see videos of them trying it from 60 Minutes. And there's also a video of author Robin Bowles, I think is how you say it. She sat through the coroner's inquest for the case and also points out that there was a balcony off of the apartment that she could have jumped from, which would have been much easier if it was a suicide. I put the link in the show notes of the interview if anyone wants to see it. Another retired detective, Roland Legg, said, quote, One of the major problems, apart from the dimension, is that the door comes up against your lower back and jams you in. So trying to maneuver yourself is then not helped by the fact there is nothing to grip onto. And whatever Phoebe had in her system at the time would have made it even more difficult, unquote. This was, she died a day before her brother's 18th birthday, a week before her grandpa's 70th, and two weeks before her best friend's birthday. And people use these to point out that she had plans and things to look forward to. So they were like, the timing doesn't work for her to kill herself. Like, there was stuff going on. A lot of people think Aunt was involved in her death with the reports he was allegedly, at least verbally, abusive. Possibly, allegedly had something to do with the bruises found on her arms. And the fact when he found that broken glass and blood in the apartment with her missing, instead of doing anything, he ordered food and drank a beer. That's suspect. Allegedly. Her grandpa thinks that the, quote, Melbourne drug trade, unquote, might have been involved.
1: Why would they have been involved? I don't, that was just his theory.
0: Three years after her death in 2013, her mom raised $50,000 to cover the cost for a full inquest into her death. This wasn't a full-on trial, but Aunt did have a lawyer involved for the inquest who objected when it was brought up that she had been murdered. The coroner then went on to testify that they believed she had sleepwalked into the chute.
1: I don't know how you could sleepwalk drunk into something like that when our sober friends couldn't do it, but. Whatever. I don't see doing it sleepwalking or drunk, let alone both. And especially if it's difficult for a sober person yes, when so they're awake. Not sure
0: how that's possible.
1: Why is that the. They're just like, well, that's what happened. We don't care. We're not going to deviate from that. Yeah. There
0: were some problems with the pathologist report, including listing her height as 166 centimeters, but she was actually 175 centimeters, according to her grandpa. It was also listed that she did not have any internal injuries, which, after you fall 12 stories, you'd have some internal injuries, I think. Especially if you didn't slow your fall. Yeah. And I'm like, she fell so hard, the blade in the trash compactor took her foot off, pretty much. So much she fell pretty hard. They also noted in there that she had slowed her fall. But again, she wasn't dirty from trying to slow it. And initially, they were like, her hands were by her side because she wasn't dirty. And she wouldn't have been able to fit otherwise. In the inquest, a resident of the apartment saw someone described as a tradesman get on the elevator with her and push a button instead of swiping. I would assume they're like apartment card. If you swipe it, it takes you to the floor. Seems like the situation, but I'm not sure. So this tradesman without a card would have needed to be bused into the apartments by someone. And the tenant said she saw this tradesman push the button for the 12th floor, but she got out on the 6th, so she wasn't sure exactly where he got off. He was later interviewed and told the cops he didn't go to the 12th floor, and after she was cross-examined, said she couldn't be sure it was the 12th floor, but the apartment system that records people being buzzed in doesn't work correctly, so no one could be sure about this guy or where he went, so he wasn't used as a witness in the inquest. Jesus. There was a detective senior constable house who was present when they found Phoebe. He made a note that in the hallway of the twelfth floor he saw dirt marks on the ground from either someone running or possibly a tall person, but no one did anything with the marks. So they were like long footprints, I think is how I'm taking that. I was, yeah, or that's someone what I was wondering feet, like drag- dragging or in their feet. Yeah. The next year in twenty fourteen the inquest end ended in Ant's favor. In 2016, there was a petition going around trying to get 100 signatures to reopen the investigation, but I couldn't find any more information on that. After Phoebe, 51-year-old aunt dated Bailey Schneider in 2018. She was a 25-year-old dental assistant slash model. On June 22nd... My birthday! ...in 2018, She told her mom she was going to an event with Aunt, but changed her plans and went to her work as a dancer that night. She left the club at 1.30 a.m. and went to a party at Aunt's friend's house and left there at 8 a.m. Aunt was not said to be at the party. So later in the day, on June 23rd, Bailey told her mom that her and Aunt had just broken up, and phone records showed a lot of phone calls between her and Aunt that morning a few hours later she was found dead at her parents house in the kitchen she was found with a cord wrapped around her neck which was ruled as a suicide even though there was <laughs> nothing for the cord to be tied to
1: i was literally just gonna say and they're gonna say this is a suicide and she jumped from the sink and she's only 14 centimeters tall
0: yeah she like had the cord around her neck but there was nothing like tall that enough it had for been it to be tied to. to and they were just like oh well it was suicide That's
1: convenient for him.
0: Her parents don't believe it was suicide. She had moved in with them and had recently enrolled in college for applied medical science, and they said that she was, quote, getting her life back on track, unquote. Her talk screen showed cocaine and three times the legal limit for her blood alcohol. Her parents had found a half-empty bottle of wine by her body. Because of this, the cops didn't think suicide was a crazy theory, and it was put down as, quote, Self-inflicted asphyxiation, unquote. And they found no evidence of a struggle or
1: forced entry into the house. I feel like half a bottle of wine would not... Make you three times? Yeah, three times the legal limit. Well, it's
0: weird that both Phoebe and Bailey were three times over.
1: Yeah, and they both had other drugs in their system. And they both conveniently were suicidal but nothing indicated that it could have possibly been a suicide
0: yeah their families are like no there was like stuff going on for them to look forward to and they seemed fine
1: even on the crime scenes it doesn't signify suicide in any way and i'm not even a crime scene investigator true and
0: i'm like they say you can decide to kill yourself in 10 minutes but the situation still don't make sense that that's what they would have done, like, the author being, like, there was a balcony from the tw- 12th floor. That would have immediately killed you. And if she was okay falling 12 stories down the chute, she would have been okay falling 12 stories off the balcony, I would assume. <laughs> Aunt was in the city at an event when Bailey died. He later gave two statements to the cops and said his relationship with her wasn't serious, which her parents couldn't say much about because she kept their serious or not serious relationship with him private but she did call him her boyfriend to them aunt is now married with a kid in the history of australia phoebe's case is the only case with a cause of death like hers how's his wife doing they keep it all pretty private i couldn't find much about her or his anything. (laughs) she's alive as far as i know allegedly A lot of the bigger podcasts I listen to have covered this case, so I got info from Crime Junkie, and That's Why We Drink, and Morbid. And that's the story of Phoebe. That's interesting. There's a lot of allegedly, supposedly, possibly. Not sure who did it. Not blaming anyone. No idea. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time.
1: Bye.